You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. episode number 234. It all kind of comes down to your why. Like, why are you doing it? You know, if that's not strong, you're never going to take the action to go do it. And you're never, ever going to be consistent. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. Investor Grit presents Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. My name is Brent Daniels, and if this is your first time on this podcast, welcome. If you're coming back for another great episode, we are so grateful that you continue to listen to this podcast. You are the reason we do this to try to bring as much value as possible. And to start this podcast off, let's think about one thought. The thought is being proactive. I talk about it a lot on this podcast. I talk about it a lot on YouTube, but I'm going to give you a real life example of a phenomenal wholesaler out of Louisville, Kentucky that has started and has just been taking his market by storm by just picking up the phone and talking to people. That is what I specialize in. I am America's number one coach when it comes to this small niche, which is called cold calling for real estate wholesaling deals. And we are just going to deep dive Craig DeSanto's business, and he is just going to give you so many good golden nuggets that you can take and like implement in your business right now. So Craig, welcome to the podcast. Say hello. Hey, Wholesaling Inc. Tribe. Thank you so much for having me on here, Brent. It's such an honor. I'm sure every uh, every tribe member or anybody who listens to this podcast can attest to this. This podcast is just like, man, I, I can remember back when I first started listening to this and it, it just kind of all got me started. And I'm just so excited to be on here. So thank you so much. It is our pleasure, man. So tell us, something, give us some of your background. Where are you from? How old are you? What have you been doing with your life? Give us some, give us some context to this podcast. Absolutely. So 21 years old, I grew up in downstate New York, kind of 30 minutes north of New York City. Um, I go to college up in Utica. I play for Utica College Lacrosse, member of that team there. And I kind of got the entrepreneurial bug when I was younger. My mom in 2008, unfortunately, lost her job with the economy tanking. And uh, my dad started his own business. He started his own fitness business. And uh, that's, that's exactly what got me into that mindset. He had me reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad as an 11-year-old. And since then, I've had the bug. And then I caught the real estate bug last summer. I met Bo Hollis, another TTP student. He's an absolute rhino, absolutely crushes it. And uh, he was kind enough, you know, go giving enough to meet me for lunch. And he told me, man, he's like, listen, this is what I do. You can do it too. And here's what you do. And I went out and did it. And since then, my life has forever changed, man. I'm forever grateful. So I love it. Well, you took massive action. So what did he tell you to do? Man, he just basically just start marketing, like do something. Um, he, he told me to drive for dollars and write yellow letters, stuff like that. Ended up not really working out in the beginning. I was really busy with school and all that, but I, I came back for the summer, joined TTP, hit the ground running hard. And man, that's just really what narrowed my focus down. And because I was doing, I was doing a lot of stuff. Obviously the internet provides a lot of information and it became extremely overwhelming and I was just doing way too much. So joined TTP, narrowed my focus. And since then, man, everything has exploded. So very happy. I love it, man. So you are in, I think it's incredible, right? You're in the market, you're, you're in Bo Hollis's market, and he's, and he's sharing this information with you just because he knows you're like him, right? 
Anybody listening to this podcast, we're all similar in the fact that for, for some reason, we have crossed roads with this thing called wholesaling. And it's just, we want it to impact our life. We want to take action, but sometimes we don't know what to do. And when you have somebody like that, that shares it with you, I mean, that's what it's all about. I mean, it's absolutely incredible. I love it, but it doesn't matter. No matter how much great information you get, no matter how much great instruction you get, if you don't take massive action with it, you don't do anything, right? Exactly. So exactly. Do, you th- do you think because, you know, you're in college, you're a college athlete, you're going through, you have so many other distractions. How do you stay focused in your wholesaling business? It all kind of comes down to your why, like, why are you doing it? You know, if that's not strong, you're never going to take the action to go do it. And you're never, ever going to be consistent. You now, I have a lot of reasons why I do this, you know, mainly for my family to provide for them and just build an amazing future. But it all comes down to having a strong why. And that's something that I learned right from the beginning and thank God I did because that's what just really, really narrows your focus down and keeps you going every single day. So that's my answer to that. I absolutely love it. And how do you balance it? I mean, let's, let's get specific here. How do you balance your schedule? How do you balance all these things? Uh, well, right now I'm doing this full time. So actually I took a semester off to really focus on wholesaling. I was blessed to be really ahead of my credits. So that's what I did. But for the upcoming semester, I will be playing lacrosse. I'll be a captain of that team. I'll be taking the final nine credits in my degree, nine to 12 credits in my degree. Um, and so the way I'm going to balance it is I'm going to outsource a lot of a lot of what takes up my time right now. I'm going to outsource it to a partner. So pretty much 70% of my work will be given to them. We'll be splitting deals 50-50. I'll be making calls from my desk. I'll be hiring people, all that. Just keep it rolling and keep it rolling and make zero excuses while my time becomes extremely diminished. Got it. Now, in this beautiful time that you took the semester off, what does your schedule look like right now? Like this week, Monday through Friday, what does your schedule look like? So every morning, wake up, go to the gym. That's my number one thing, kind of get my mind right. And then right after that, it's, it's hitting the dialer. So between nine and 12 o'clock, I'll either be calling up my turd list or calling up you know some other list like tax delinquent, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so nine to 12, three hours a day, every single day, consistently hitting that power, power dialer, making the contacts. And then after that, it's kind of appointments time. So I try to set my appointments later on in the afternoon because I can consistently make my calls in the morning. Yep. Uh, so I'll just run appointments, make some offers, things like that. And then later in the afternoon is my follow-up time. So I'll go through all my follow-up calls and just keep making those contacts every day. I love it. And to, just to clarify for everybody listening, when he says he's going to hit the dialer, that means that he's got a list, a distressed list of property homeowners, property owners that he uploads into mojocells.com. You can check that out. It's a very user-friendly dialer to use. It lets you dial way more numbers per hour than you could if you just hand dialed, like literally just picked up your phone, started pressing the numbers. So he gets on Mojo Dialer with a distress list. He said the turd list, which is another, which is kind of an insider TTP program word for the driving for dollars list. So it's literally he's going out or he has somebody go out, drive for dollars, write down those addresses. By the way, it's number one. It's number one around the country for getting deals quickly is to drive for dollars, get the numbers, and to call them. That's the most important part. You have to actually have a conversation with the homeowner, a quality conversation. You need to know what to say. You need to know how to sound. And you need to know that there's only six responses that they're going to give you when you ask them if they would consider an offer in a house. They can say yes. They can say no. They can say maybe in the future. They can say, how much will you give me? They'll ask you, who are you? And how did you get my number? That's it. 
That's it. That's what they're going to do. So if you know the responses to that, you win. And Craig's been working on it. And Craig's been practicing it. And Craig's been putting in the work. He gets on the dialer every morning. And I know he does because he does live videos when he's doing it of him making calls in our TTP group. And it's just him going through it. And it's absolutely phenomenal. So what are you learning as you're communicating with that many people? I mean, do you know about how many sellers you've talked to so far? Do you have a ballpark? Ballpark of how many sellers I've talked to so far. I mean, it's got to be up to like a thousand in the last few months. Awesome. So just dialing through, dialing through and really making as many contacts as I possibly can. And you're right. That driving for dollars list is huge. The deal that we're actually going to talk about is from that driving for dollars list, just going out every weekend, being gritty and building that extremely powerful list. Awesome. So this, and, and this is, this is something that I see Every time when somebody gets to that thousand person threshold of talking to a thousand strangers, you could talk to anybody about real estate, right? I mean, do you have any fears left in you? Do you have anything that's like, oh, I can't say that. To, I, I can't ask that person if they would consider an offer. Does that, is that part of you anymore? Absolutely not. Absolutely no. not. Anymore. In the beginning, it was a 500 pound phone, Brent. Like I could not pick that thing up. And then, you know what? After like one or two, three hour dialing sessions, you're pretty much anything could be thrown at you and you're fine. Like it doesn't matter. And honestly, it is really, really minimum. Like if you talk with a smile on your face and you're friendly, the amount of people who are going to cuss you out on the phone or Mm -hmm. scream at you and say, I'm going to report you is very, very limited. So, I mean, there's really no reason to be uncomfortable at all. Yeah. If you have a kind tone on the phone, people are going to reciprocate it. Now there's going to be people that are having bad days. You're interrupting their day. I get it. They have the right to whatever, to, to blow you off or be mad or whatever. But the people that you can help out that have a problem that they don't, they don't want to be proactive. They don't want to pick up the phone and call somebody from a mailer. They don't want to go online and fill out forms and, and, and get somebody that's going to call them, but they pick up the phone and they have a nice, not nice tone. They have a kind voice on the other line. They have you on the other line asking them if they would consider an offer. All of a sudden, the ball starts rolling. The conversation starts building. You start building a rapport and a relationship there. And then you start pre-qualifying them based on the four pillars of pre-qualifying. And boom, you've got an appointment. You've got a qualified appointment. And you go on and you get the deal. So let's give the listeners what they want. They want the real nitty gritty. They want an actual case study here of something that you've done. Because when we listen to things and when we see these videos, it's all about prove it, right? Prove it, prove it, prove it. I I get what you're saying, but prove that you've done it. So let's prove it right now, Craig. Let's prove it with a deal that you just did. So let's break down a deal. Let's do it. So every weekend, my kind of weekly schedule was on the weekends. I would go out and find like two to 300 driving for dollars properties. Now, what I mean by driving for dollars properties or turd properties, pretty much anything that hasn't been remodeled since the 90s. It could look absolutely destroyed or it could just look like it hasn't been remodeled since the 90s. I'm writing it down. So I drive around and I find these properties and I put them into my app. It's called the Deal Machine app. Mm -hmm. So I put them all in there and Deal Machine is basically like a portable virtual assistant. It builds your whole list for you with the owner's name, the owner's mailing address, everything. It's all in there for you. Once I have all those addresses and all those names in a list, I export the list and upload it to batchskiptracing.com. Mm-hmm. 18 cents per record, I get one to 10 phone numbers yep. for every single record on that list. And the coupon code is TTP for 18 cents a name. <laughs> That's right. 
that out there being a go-giver. So yep. I did that, and then I just dialed through them. So I used a single-line dialer on the Mojo dialer. Mm -hmm. I leave messages for all these people. Mm -hmm. In this particular case, I didn't have to leave a message for this person. They answered the phone, and I said, hi, my name is Craig. I know this call is out of the blue. I was calling about a property I believe you own on 123 Main Street. They were like, yeah, what about it? I was like, just wanted to see if you would consider an offer on your property there. They said, yes. Yeah. Consider an offer on that property. So I was like, all right, no problem. And she was like, okay, my husband's coming home soon. Just give me a call in an hour. I called him and he was like, yeah, I got this house. It's in really pretty good shape. There might be some foundation issues here and there, but yeah, we want to get rid of it. I was like, okay, so what's the best price you'd consider? If paid all closing costs, we know real estate commissions. It was 30,000. Zillow price was about 85,000. So I knew it was a smoking hot deal, had to get out there, book the appointment the next day. So I go out, I meet the seller. His name is Ken. He says, hey man, uh, we have some other investors who are gonna wanna be looking at this house. I spoke to my wife. We just won't be able to make a decision today. Um, I'm sorry about that. You can look around, make me an offer, whatever. So keep in mind, the night before we agreed on 30 grand and his wife was around. Yep. So we walked through the house. And uh, I know if I'm going to try to negotiate this thing down below 30 grand, he's going to want to shop my offer. But I, I talked to him and I said, hey, man, like I was on the phone with you and your wife last night. We agreed on $30,000. Why don't we just sign right now? We'll get the deal signed up. If there's a problem, you call me right away. I'll tear up this contract. He said, OK, Craig, we'll do that. Yep. So we did that. Signed the contract. He called me up that night and he says, Craig, we're ready to go. I'm so excited. Happy to close all that. So immediately blasted out to my cash buyers. And I have no response whatsoever, <laughs> no interest whatsoever. It is like nobody wants this deal. And it, I guess it just didn't look that great on paper. It's okay. So I still held my inspection date. Nonetheless, about six people showed up. Nobody wanted this house, man. I guess it had more foundation issues than I originally thought. It was going to cost them a lot of money to get the deal done. And they were just like, at, at my price, they were like, no way. I'm sorry. Let me know if it doesn't go through. Mm -hmm. So... I was really upset, man, because I was really stoked about this deal. I, I know as soon as I signed it up, I reached out to you and I was like, man, I just got this awesome deal under contract from TTP. Mm -hmm. I was so excited. And then boom, heartbroken. So I didn't give up. I ran through it. There was actually somebody fixing up the house next door. And so I walked over there and I was like, hey, guys, I have this house under contract here. Don't know if you'd be interested. If you want it, 40 grand, it's yours. So they're like, OK. So they came over. They took a look around. They weren't interested either. Nonetheless. <laughs> Nonetheless, I texted them the next, I texted everybody the next day who came out to the appointment, make sure I got everybody's phone number down. I texted them. I was like, Hey, I'm taking offers. Nobody was interested except the guy that I walked to next door, except him. He wanted to sign the contract that day. He was ready to put down earnest money. And that was my only offer. And we were ready to go. So super, super happy that I did that. We got the contract signed, ready to go to closing. Um, so I think we signed the contract on a, on a Monday. We were set to close. We could have closed on that Friday, but I was up at school. I was visiting my friends. And then at some point over the weekend, somebody broke in and stole the furnace. I yeah. get a call on Monday, the day of closing, like two hours before closing from Dina, the amazing worker over there at Borders and Borders. She calls me up. She goes, hey, Craig, I think the deal's dead. Somebody broke in and stole the furnace. I was like, oh my gosh, no way. So you know me, I, I got on the phone immediately with my buyer. I was like, hey man, what happened? He goes, somebody broke in and stole the furnace. I was like, what do we need to do? He goes, just knock 500 bucks off the purchase price. Nice. I was like, okay. So uh, we sat down for closing, closed everything up. We were all good. I actually double closed this deal. So it wasn't a you know traditional assignment. Okay. Actually ownership of the property first and then sold it to my cash buyer using my cash buyer's funds, obviously. Yeah. 
but yeah, that essentially all broke down to that. The sellers were extremely happy with everything that I did. They thanked me so, so much. And I think that's really important to point out actually, because a lot of people, a lot of people think investors are just all sharks, you know, going after people trying to get the lowest possible price in the house. But realistically, these people had a problem and a problem that I could solve. And they were very, very happy. And, you know, I was blessed to make money doing it. They were just extremely happy with the service that they were given. So love it. And how much did you make? Uh, came out to a total of $8,863. You haven't been for that for so long. Ring no that <laughs> bell. I love it. By the way, guys, he was dropping some beautiful, 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 beautiful golden nuggets, some aha, some light bulbs. Let me, let me break down what I just heard, Craig. One, first, your script sounds flawless. That means that you practice it and practice it and practice it and use it and use it. Did you guys catch that? When he was calling about this property and he was going through the script and he was going and he had the tone and the right pacing and everything, you can tell that he knows what he's doing because he does this work. He is experienced with it and he practiced it. Beautiful. Couldn't have done it better myself. I love it. Perfect. Second, you had talked about getting the appointment right away, which is huge in this market. You got to get face-to-face, knee-to-knee, belly-to-belly if you can when it's a really good deal, okay? And then you went there and they wanted to uh, stiff arm you a little bit and say, hey, we've got other people interested. Why don't we, you know, get them in too and we'll see what, what the most we can get out of it is. And you're like, no, why don't we sign the contract and then I'll tear it up if you want to. Beautiful. I love it. I've used that so many times in the field. You know, my acquisition managers use it so many times that I'm telling you, sometimes we've had to tear up one contract in five years. You know what I mean? Like people get committed. Once there is something magical when pen hits paper, you know what I mean? When people just sign and then all of a sudden the weight is lifted off their shoulders. Absolutely beautiful. And then nobody wanted your deal. You went above and beyond to try to find something. You got creative. You got, you got that grittiness. You got that rhino inside of you that went and charged through and you were like, I know this is a deal. I'm going to do everything. I see it all the time. I see it all the time, Craig, that people get a deal, they blast it out and then they're like, nobody wants it. Nobody wants it. Like, what did you do? You press send on an email? You sent out a text blast? Pick up the phone and start calling people. Go and find everybody that has bought properties in that area and tell them about this deal. Be loud. Let people know about it. Like, like you have to grow your cash buyer database and you got to get creative, especially when you're beginning. So just unbelievable. I love that breakdown. That's real life, guys. Listen, this business is amazing and it is a cash machine and it is hitting the lottery, but it takes work. You need to get up and work every single day. You need to talk to people every single day. Like Craig, what would happen to your pipeline of leads if you just didn't make a cold call for the next six months? I'll forget it. My business will fall apart. Fall apart. Fall apart. And are you doing any other marketing at this point? Are you spending on, on direct mail or anything? Uh, so I do send all of my driving for dollars leads. I'll send a postcard. So just Beautiful. like a quick 38 cent postcard just to make sure that everybody gets hit. You know, sometimes the data is phenomenal from batch skip tracing, but sometimes they either can't find a number or it's a wrong number. It happens. So sending out a little 40 cent postcard is totally worth it because then, you know, everybody gets hit. Yep. I love it. And I mean, let's, let's break this down real quick. So your like overhead costs for your business are what the dialer, right? Mojo's like 150 bucks. 
Okay, you've got lists that you have to skip trace. Let's say you do 2,000 skip traces a month. That's 18 cents. It's $360. So $500 plus your phone bill and you're, you're getting deals done, right? Absolutely. Like you don't, have to, you don't have to start with 20K in the bank. You don't have to start with 50K in the bank. You don't have to go and throw money at marketing if you choose to be proactive. Yeah. So I just, I just did the math on my phone that my total marketing cost for a $9,000 check was about $54. <laughs> That's profit. See, here's the thing. Like a lot of people don't understand that to be a awesome wholesaler, to be an amazing entrepreneur, you have to keep money. You know, you have to keep it. You know, I, I love the idea of investing in yourself and in your business. But remember, you can do this. If you're proactive, you can have both sides. You can have a beautiful net profit and you can make a ton of money on the other side. I mean, it's just beautiful. You know, you can get you can make impact in your community if you're just proactive and pick up the phone. I mean, it's just bananas that people aren't. You know what I mean? It's it, it's just crazy. You know, so you've you said that you've got. Is this your only deal? This isn't your only deal. You've done more deals, right? You've been stacking them up. Right. So far in the month of December, I've made $20,000. You know what? Come on, Craig. <laughs> That's a double ring, people. Yes, $20,000. He's 21 years old. He took a semester off of college. He started this wholesaling. But when did you start? When was your first cold call? First cold call, October. October, guys. October. Listen to me. I mean, of course, listen, Craig has incredible talent. You can tell just if you're just listening to this, you can tell he's an incredible young man. He's he's out there. You can tell by the tone of his voice that he's a killer on the phone, but he is doing the work. That is the most important thing. The tone, what to say, how to understand people's personality types. That's all learned. But you know what's not learned? Like doing the work. That's all on you. You got to just do the work. Every single day, you have to start with the thought in mind that somebody's going to sign a contract and who's it going to be? Like, who's going to sign a contract today with me? Who's going to do that? And Craig, you, I mean, you're a shining, beautiful example of, of, of doing this on a daily basis. It's great. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. And I love every second of it too. You know, I don't, I don't feel like I'm working at all. Don't get me wrong. I work right. really, really hard for what I earn, but I tell people every day, like, man, I, it doesn't feel like work to me. It really is such such a joy to bring so much value to this marketplace. And I mean, yeah, I spend a lot of time on the phone, but it's really not downtime, you know, because I'm working for myself. It's all me and I can provide a ton of value, make a lot of people really, really happy. So it's just a miracle, miracle business. And it's completely changed my life and the lives of other people. So. Absolutely. What is your, do you have a monthly goal that you're looking at? Let's talk about a gross goal and then like a net goal of what you want to keep for yourself. Now, you said that you're going to have a 50-50 partner and you have one semester left and you're going to be doing lacrosse and you're going to put, push off about 70% of your uh, daily tasks. So what is your goal? Like, let's put something out there so that we can keep you accountable. Sure, absolutely. So my goal during that partnership period will be $50,000 a month net profit. Once I'm out and back on my own again, $100,000 a month net profit as soon as possible. And then as soon as that's it, we're going $200,000 a month and just keep keep cranking it up because anything is possible. You know, the more people that you talk to, the more opportunities that you're going to get. Yep. So you better cold, believe it. The more cold callers I have, the more acquisition managers I have, the more people I'm going to be able to get in front of and impact and the more money I'm going to be able to make. And so. you're 21 years old. 
You're, yes, you're 21 years old. This is just, oh man, I just love it. I just love, I wish that I had what you have, like just your personality, your, your drive at 21. I mean, just phenomenal. Like anybody out there that's around that age or, you know, thinking about this business, guys, this is it. This is what you're looking for. This is such a beautiful, fun, exciting, challenging business. Like if you do this and you're proactive, you're going to build so many skills and you're going to have such a robust business. It is just absolutely phenomenal. So, uh, Craig, you are uh, an avid reader, which, you know, I love that. Give everybody one book selection that you'd want them to read. If you could only read give them one book that they'd have to read for a year, what would it be? Absolutely. 100%, 1000% The Go-Giver. This book has completely changed my mindset. And from that mindset, I have gotten so many opportunities in my life. And basically the main premise is to do for others without expecting anything in return. Just go out there and be, as the word says, a go-giver. Like, don't go and get, go and give, and you will receive. Yep. And that, that premise is 1,000% true. I mean, it just opens up so, so many doors for you. I'm sure, Brent, you read it, I think, 52 times last year, didn't, didn't yep, you? So yep, yep, it's yep. a book, a mindset that will completely positively impact your life. Truly unbelievable. It's a very easy read. The authors are unbelievable people. Like, I, I say this story. I got to interview on this podcast Bob Berg, one of the authors. He sent me to my house a handwritten note thanking me for the interview. Like, it's just unbelievable. Like, it's so perfect. It is, it's wonderful. Go, go get the book. If you haven't read it, go get it. Awesome. Craig, this has been awesome. I, I think that you've really given so much value on this podcast. And I think people can really, you know, focus on the simple things in this business, which is find distressed property owners and have quality conversations with them as often as possible. Absolutely. That's an undefeated system. It's, it's flawless. It really is. So really how is. can people get a hold of you? Like people that you're inspiring with this podcast, people that want to know you or maybe they're in your market. Like what's the best way for them to reach you? Yeah, the best way to reach out to me, just find me on Facebook, Craig Anthony DeSanto. Um, you can find me on there. Feel free to message me, add me as a friend, you know, whatever it is. I'd be happy to talk to anybody on this podcast. I mean, just share the wealth of knowledge. So Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And guys, if you are listening to this on the podcast, you want to see this as a video, go to Brent Daniels Real Estate Coach on YouTube. It will be up there. And if you are ready to join the most proactive group, to be in a group with Craig DeSanto, to be personally coached by me, you got to set up a call, see if it's the right fit for you at wholesalinginc.com forward slash TTP, wholesalinginc.com forward slash TTP. I look forward to it. I love you. And I encourage everybody to talk to people. Until next time. See ya. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at investorgrit.com by joining the mailing list, as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.